Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. All right, come over here with me, right? Now you got to remember this. We're going to go right here. Go to, go to Hebrews 11.1. 1. You got to take a lot of notes tonight. I got a bunch of them, okay? Hebrews 11.1, 1, you're going to get this. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, it's evidence of things not seen. All right? So you got to realize, faith ain't working in the realm you see. Works in the unseen realm. Okay? I'm going to go slow, but I'm not going to go that slow. So works in the unseen realm. Okay? We understand the world was framed by words. The world we live in. Okay? So we understand that faith, faith, we know what it is. Faith is simply what you believe. That's what we talked about yesterday. Faith is simply what you believe. But your belief's got to be formed by the word of God. If your beliefs are not formed by the word of God, you got a problem. They're probably formed by flesh. Okay? Remember we did that? The word of God must form, strengthen what you believe. Because if it doesn't, you're not going to govern. Okay? Remember I was talking, I talked to Grant about it today. I said, right? You govern. That means you're thinking, you're saying, and you're doing what you're governing your life. So now watch this. How do you pray? Based upon my beliefs. Otherwise, your prayers stink. They don't do nothing. They don't move heaven. They don't touch God. Because you got to pray scripturally. The whole body of Christ. See, this is saying. You got religion. Religion don't know what it's doing. They're praying, oh, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I don't even think it's scriptural. It's, it's, it's word, but it's not scriptural. Because prayer is supposed to be in the name of Jesus. If the name of Jesus isn't involved, how scriptural really is it? I'm a New Testament believer. I'm not a religious person in the body of Christ. I'm staying scriptural because if I stay scriptural, I stay legal. I stay legal. I stay results filled. I want results. I want results. I didn't come here to play church. I want results. Keep it in the name of Jesus. That's what he said. He said, anything you ask in my name, I'll do it. Anything you ask the Father in my name, I'll do it. Keep the name of Jesus in it. The other thing, just giving me awareness. You see what I'm saying? See, now I got to get to the governing. I'm not trying to cross grain you. I'm just trying to get you there and say, okay, I'm going to say scriptural. So prayer. How about giving? It's got to be based upon the word of God. How about receiving God for healing? You got to go backwards. I'm going to govern what I think, say, and do by my beliefs are going to be formed and strengthened from the word of God. If it's not word of God, what do I got? I got problems. Why? Because it's not, it's not truth. And you can't build your spiritual life off of flesh because if it's not word, it's flesh, and it's flesh, it isn't going to produce the right results, and that's what's going to make you frustrated. And that's why we're frustrated with our faith because we've got all this teaching going all different directions, and if you don't know how to do it, you're going to get what? You're going to get hindered by it. Next thing is what? You're going to kind of get a little bit like, well, I don't even know if this stuff works. It only works once in a while. No, it works all the time, every time. You just got to keep your faith in the right tense. You know what I'm saying? I've been teaching this stuff for a while, right? I used to tell you this. I believe I got it. Wouldn't give it to me. See, I've been, I'm a big I believe I receive when I prayed kind of guy. Because if you ain't a believe you receive, what, what do Christians do? I got it. Wouldn't give me it. Jerry believes God for 50 grand. Money's easy to use. Calm down. We're not talking about money. But Jerry's believing God for 50 grand. I believe I received the 50 grand when I prayed. I got it. Well, if you got it, give me 20 grand. No, he received it by faith. It isn't physically in his hand just yet. So really, he doesn't have it. He believed he received when he prayed. 
It's going to manifest. When it manifests, that's when we're going to dinner because you got it. Come on. See what I'm saying? You got to keep it in the right tense. Otherwise, you take the pressure off of it because if you got it, faith is finished. Once it's finished, the pressure's off of it because once it produces, it doesn't have to do its job anymore. What did he say? What good is hope if you got hope in your hand? You don't need hope no more. See what I'm saying? So when you believe, I believed I received when I prayed, because that's another thing to do. Now the people don't want to say this. No, I believed I received when I prayed. See, this is what you got to get. You got to keep it in its right tense. You got to keep it in its proper perspective. Let's go there real quick. You want to go there? Because you want to see it? Because you got to get there. Go to Mark eleven twenty three, and then we're going to go there. And then we're going to go to Romans, and we're going to rip this up. Because you got to understand, faith is based in righteousness. Okay? Faith is based in righteousness. The greater picture you get of who you are, the easier faith becomes. Because you're thinking faith is connected to your lifestyle. has nothing to do with your lifestyle. Your lifestyle ain't got nothing to do with your faith. I'm not giving you a license to sin. I'm just trying to separate you from law and faith. Because that's the problem with people. Like, I'm a dud. No, you ain't. It just robs your confidence. That's why sin is miserable. Stay away from sin. Amen. I don't know how many times I got I gotta all these people, I got to coach them, you know, and tell them, will you stay away from sin? Well, I don't know. No, it's not that you're a bad Christian. It's you're an unconfident Christian. Your confidence is out the window. That's why I don't need you sinning. Is sinning really jacking you up? Not really. Not really. It really isn't because what it's doing is because Jesus took away your sin once and for all. It's your lack of order that's screwing up your life. And because you sin, see, every time you sin, it's a, it's a faith mistake. That's all it is. It's not a good or bad. You're not a good or bad Christian. Religion says you're good or bad. You're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So when you sin, it's a faith failure. Did you understand that? Your faith failed. That's all. You could have stood in faith, but you came out of faith and you got in unbelief and you did something stupid. Got it? So it's not about good or bad or this crazy stuff we do, but what's the first thing you, it happens when you have a faith slip? You got no more confidence. Yeah, because now I don't feel as bold. I'm going to go in the presence of God bold? Give me a break. You're going in like, I don't even belong here. But it's not based upon your performance. It's been based upon position. So once you lose performance Christianity, faith becomes simple because it's based in righteousness, not based in your rightness. That's right. Woo, that's good. I never said that before. What'd I say? It's not based in, it's not based in your rightness. It's based in your righteousness. Yeah, because you'd be bold as lying. Because the kids all the time are like this. He just did it a little while ago. He's like, well, you know, I'm trying. Or so I said, shout it. You ain't, get, that ain't, you ain't getting this stuff based upon being good. You know what I'm saying? He's believing for stuff, right? He was telling his mother what he was believing for. I said, no, 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 cut that. Don't talk like that. Because he thinks like my, my, Christian, my brand of Christianity, like I'm running like a C plus in Christianity. You know what I'm saying? How about you? You know what I'm saying? Some days you're like a B. Yeah. <laughs> You know, like some days you're like, you see, you know what I mean? Like, oh, you better not ask for God to do anything today because, man, I'm not going to get nothing from heaven. You ever feel like that? <laughs> you had a bad day in traffic. You know what I'm saying? Like, right? You're like, I better not ask for God anything this week. I've been bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Ask for whatever you want because God will probably do better miracles in those moments because he doesn't want you to think he's doing it because of how good you are because he's not. He's doing it because how blessed you are. See what I'm saying? Now, when you catch that, you don't want to do it. Yeah. See what I'm saying? When I see how good he is, I'm like, why do I want to live like a goober and live outside of all this stuff? Forget it. It ain't worth the exchange. Because this is the problem with Christians. We don't understand margin. You know what I'm saying? 
Like, I'll trade you this for that. No way. I ain't trading that for that. That ain't worth it. Well, you can have a good time. Good time ain't going to be a God time. Bump the good time. I'm staying in church. Come on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on. Man. Now I got to give up too much. No, I'm staying with Jesus, man. Come on. You see it? So you, you're spinning that in, right? So just like absorb that. So look right. Go to Mark 11:23. 23. We got to go because I got to give you a lot of stuff. Go to Mark eleven twenty. For verily I say unto you, whosoever saying that mountain be down removed, be down cast in the sea, shall not down his harbor, shall believe whatsoever he says, shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he says. Right? Boom. 24. You notice. Right? He saith. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say unto you, whatsoever things soever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them. And you shall have them. See the tense? Believe you receive when you pray, and then you shall have. Come on, right? Lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Believe, and you shall receive. Now, watch this. When you pray automatically, does it, some things just show up? Most things don't. But you got to believe you receive when you pray. Right? Remember last night? 749. Let it go. Now, watch this. If you let it go at 749, I believe that I received. You walk out of here in a week and you go, hey, on March, what's today, the third? Yeah. March the third, 750, I believed I received one I prayed. That's what we did. Now, some of you are laughing because we did it when it comes to your miracles. Yep. I'm telling you, I got some. I, these people should testify. I got the paperwork. Pastor Liz was with me. It was, was what was it, February or whatever it was. We were walking around. They got the paperwork from the thing. I said, no, we're not, we're not receiving that report. I understand. But we ain't gonna. We are not gonna receive the report. I I understand. Thanks. Good job. But I'm not receiving that. It wasn't our personal stuff. It was people stuff. And I said, okay. I was walking around the bedroom. I looked at the clock. The clock said 4:20 something on um, whatever day. I said, we believe we receive. We did it. We were praying. Did we not? We did it. We did it. What do we say? We believe we receive. Didn't look like nothing was happening. We, we what do we do every time we got a little goofier in our head. What do we do? I believe I received when I prayed. What time? What time? What day? December 4th, what time? 3.36. It didn't look like 3.36 was working. Didn't look like December 4th was working. We were looking at, we weren't looking at good. No, we did. We didn't go by what we believe we received when we prayed. When that joker come out the door and is doing everything normal the way they're supposed to be doing, what did they say? We got it now. Now we got it. Now we got it. Now we got it. The doctor, the hospital, oh, you better do this. You better do that. You better not have, you better not. I said, okay, hang on, hang on. We got nine months now. We got to wait. But it's okay. We believe we receive at 423. We believe we receive. We believe we receive. We got to hang on. Next thing you know, boom, here we go. Perfect. We got it now. Now I got it. Now it's in my hands. Now I can touch it. Now I can see it. Now I understand. See, I believe my faith and your faith had to stay in the right tense. We believe now when we got squirrely in the head and started looking by sight, we said, I believed we received what we prayed on what? That 423, that 39. We went back to the place where faith was released. Now what do we say? We got it. It's done. When it shows up. When the money shows up, got it. When the promise shows up, got it. When the job shows up, got it. Thank you, Lord. I believe that was it. Then once what? Boom. We got the keys. Amen. Come on, right? Now I got it. Now I can open it. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, I got it. Praise be to God. I believe. Well, then good. Let's go see it. Uh, well, well, uh, no, no, no. We believe we received. Then we got it. So you got to keep it in its right tense. That's what keeps your mouth going in the right direction. But this is, that's another assignment. You understand that? 
keep it in the right tense. Otherwise, if you got it, faith don't need to work no more. See it? Thank you. You got to receive thank you, and you got to keep thanksgiving. And then what you got to do? You thank him when it shows up. You thank him all the while, but when it's in your hands, got it. Come on, right? I did it with the building here, walking around. I believe that I receive. We turn the corner every day. I believe that I receive all that property. I believe we believe we receive all the property. We believe we receive all the property. Then one day they showed up with keys and said, got it. You know what I'm saying? Then you go on to the next project. Now you got to buy it. <laughs> yeah, then you go on to the next day. You got to just keep it grows. Amen. But don't ever freak out. Same principles all the time. You got to keep it in the right tense. Did you get that? So keep it in the right tense. So we got to get going here. So go, let's look at Romans 1. Because tonight I want to talk to you about faith is your servant. Faith is your servant. Look at Romans 1. Look at Romans 1.16. Okay? Romans 1.16 and 17. And then we're going to look at this, right? You got to understand this stuff, right? Okay, look what it says. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also the Greek. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. The what? The righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. See, faith's force is found in righteousness. Write that down. Write that down. Because your faith is not based in any other force but the righteous position that God has given you. Does that make sense? That's what makes your faith strong. See, once you get a revelation of right standing, faith is easy. It's a lot easier because I'm in right standing with God. And my, this ain't got nothing to do with my performance. God's not like goody two-shoe God gives out good things when you're good. See what I'm saying? Why? I'm not basing this on my credibility I'm telling you right here, do you hear what I just said? I'm not basing this on my credibility, my character, my, no, I'm basing this on his credibility, his character, and who he is. I'm not going in there my own merit and go, hey, look at me, I deserve something. he tell you that's works. He said, no, he said, go in there, grace will provide, and you access with faith what redemption's planned out. For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith, as it is written, it just shall live by faith. Come on, right? We live by faith. Now, look at this right here. I'm going to show you some something, right? Because you got to start learning. You got to reign right. You got to reign right. Did you get that? You got to reign like a king. See what I'm saying? People don't notice something like, well, I'm just, you know, you know, don't be talking all down about yourself and talking about your less than business and all that. That ain't who you are. Talk big about yourself. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm supposed to reign in life. Reign like a king. Reign like royalty. Well, who gave you that spot? Jesus. You got to take your place. So look at this right here. Go with me over here because this has been messing me up. Go to Luke. Go, go, go to Luke. Um, go to Luke 17.5. Go to Luke 17.5. We're going to look at this, okay? Luke 17.5. I'm going to read this to you. We're going to read a little bit. The apostles come to Jesus, they say, increase our faith, right? I never really liked that increase your faith business because I just think, I don't know, it gets weird, like, you know, how much faith you got before you do something. And Jesus starts explaining the measurement side of faith. And look what he said. And the apostles said to him, Lord, increase our faith, right? Go back that. let them see verse five real slow. You're doing great, though. And the apostles said, Lord, increase our faith. So everybody wants increase of faith. Everybody wants increase of faith, right? Look at the next verse. 
Look at what it says in six. He said, and the Lord said, if you had faith as a grain as a mustard seed, right? You might say into this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea and now we'll obey you. Right? He said that. He said, they said, he said, if you had faith as a seed, you would say. Okay, watch this. Right? He said, it shall obey you. But which of you having a servant? Now watch right here. Funny how he flips the script. He said, which of you having a servant plowing or feeding cattle will say to him, one by and by, hey, come from the field, go and sit down and eat dinner with me. And will not rather say to him, you're going to make me some food to eat, and then I'll, you go sit down. And after I ate and after I drunk, then you rest. Does he think that the servant, because he did the things that were commanded him, was a big deal? He uses weird words like, I throw not. We don't talk like that, I throw not. We, what he's saying is this. I'm going to break it down. Jersey, okay? Here we go. Ready? Yo, you ain't going to go sit down and do jack until you feed me and make sure I'm taken care of. And it ain't no big deal that you went to work today. zippity doo da day. You got paid to go to work. That's what he's saying. Right here. He said, does he think that servant, because he did the things we're commanding him, was a big deal? No. So likewise, you, when you have done all those things which are commanding you, say to the improbable, we have done that which was our duty to do. Now, why don't you go back. Verse 5. Go back to verse 5 because you got to sit and he's got to meditate and he's got to marinate for a minute, okay? He said this. He said, he said, increase our faith. Everybody wants to know, well, how do I increase my faith? Jesus did not get mad, but then he, he baffles them with, with um, how would I like to say it? He didn't do it like tricky, but what he was doing was he was teaching through parables and he said, okay, you want me to increase your faith? Let me show you how it happens. Verse 6. He said, Boom. Well, watch this. For the Lord said to him, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, the whole church world got lost right there. Lost every joker in the body of Christ for a minute. They got, they got little seeds, look like, I don't know, look like a, I don't know, looks like a roach poop or something. They bring these things out. You know, I don't know, right? That was funny. You should have laughed. They bring all these little seeds, little mouse seed, whatever they call it, mustard seed. I don't even know what mustard seed is. Right? That was funny, though, Jared. That was pretty, that was, that was pretty good. They don't want to laugh, right? Little C, you got a big sermon. Bring the sermon out, right? If you got faith like a mustard seed, then we all like, oh, I got mustard seed faith, right? The kids come in the back. They got mustard seeds, right? You know what I'm saying? We all try to find a mustard seed. You raided mom's house to get a mustard seed. We got little spank. If you got spank, how many of you remember children's church? Come on, don't lie. Tell the truth, right? How many went to children's church? Somebody brought out a mustard seed. Raise your hand if you went to children's church, had a mustard seed. Remember that, right? And what'd they tell you? What'd they tell you? Yep. If you got faith like this little seed, you can move a mountain, yeah. right? Yeah. Right? Right? Ain't got nothing to do with nothing. <laughs> Jesus, no, it ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Look what Jesus, I'm proving it to you. Look what popped up there. He said, if you had faith as a seed, you might say. There it is right there. See, there you go right there. Now, people, you got, now watch this now. I'm, while I'm speaking, what's in me is going to come to you. When it hits you, you're going to run with it because I got you. See, this ain't like church. See, church ain't, this ain't church. This is a revelation thing. So while I'm talking, you're going to grab it because it's in me. It's ain't, I ain't practicing, man. I, it's in me. So while I'm spitting it, you're going to grab it and go, oh, I see what this dude's saying. And you're going to hear it in your ear, and then you're going to run with it. When you get that run, go with it. 
You understand me? Don't try to see what I see. See what, and remember what he tells you when I'm talking. You understand what I'm saying? Because the light's going to come on. Because it's revelation to me. See, everybody's an echo. You can't be no echo in the body of Christ. You got to be a revelation and then spit it out and then God will tell you where you're at. You ain't paying attention. Listen, everybody in this room's in different levels. I'm breaking a hole in an atmosphere and then you're going to get a download where your level's at. Now, just agree with what you hear and he'll give you more and you go home whacked out of your head. And you'll be like, I think I can move a mountain. You can, okay? But lose the mustard seed, right? If ye had faith as a mustard seed, now stop. He ain't talking about the size of your faith. He said, if you got faith, you would say. There it is, is right. And look at the rich telling you right there. If you had faith, if you had tiny little baby faith, you would say. That's what he's saying. Stop looking at the side of the seed to tell, oh, how much faith you got, brother? You got big faith, little faith. Hush it. If you got a speck of faith, you would start saying something. You start speaking. Who he said? Under the tree. Now watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Now I'm going to mess you up. Because it's a little stretchy, but I got a green light from God, I could say it. Because that's something I got to check in before I just spit it. I'm accountable for all you jokers, so chill out, relax. I'm bad enough I'm going to get in trouble for half of you. I ain't going to burn in hell for none of you, all right? I'll tell you right now. Because I'm going to get judged for this, all right? So I got to check with God. Can I say this? Because if I screw it up, I don't want to I'm in time out long enough when I get to heaven. I don't need to stay there for a decade, all right? But I guess days, a thousand years, and a thousand years a day when we get to heaven, so it'll be, it'll be a vapor. So I'm just going to keep telling jokes. All right. But watch. He said, if you had faith like a seed, you would say. Yes. Now watch this. Put that up there. Let them see that, please. Because they got to see it. You got eye gate, ear gate. You would say in a tree, be thou plucked up by the root. Don't get lost with the root. And they're going to bring out the roots. And people are crazy. And, and be planted in the sea. And it should obey you. Now today, God's like, it ain't the tree alone. It's faith. I said, stop, God. You're killing me with this. Stop. And I, that's not bad confession. You know what I mean? I was just like messed up. I was like, come on, God. You got to be kidding me, man. I cannot say that. He said, no, it will obey you. Not just the tree. Faith will obey you. Because faith, you want to know why? Because faith is found in the word. And the word is the faith. And you've been born of the word of faith in you. It's the incorruptible seed of First Peter living inside of you. So because it's in you and has agreement with you, the moment you speak it, it will do what you say to do because it's in you from the birth. That's how you're alive today. And if you're a Christian born again, you've been born of a seed. And that seed inside of you is faith. We are the people of faith. We speak the word of faith, faith which we preach. And when you say faith, go, faith goes, yes, sir, I'm on assignment. That's why he said, why would you look at a servant when he goes to work and comes back in and does good and say, great job. What am I supposed to do? I've been on assignment. It's supposed to respond to you. It's supposed to do what you say. It's your servant. Write it down. Faith is your servant. 
It's your servant. It works for you. Why is it a big deal? That's what he's saying. He's saying Why would you be shocked that faith goes and does what it's supposed to do? It's its job. It works for you. That's not arrogance. That's positional understanding. Once you understand your position, you start expecting different. You just elevated to a whole new level tonight. Why? Because now instead of being like, oh, yeah, look, it worked. You're like, it's supposed to work. Go to work. Get to work. Fake go. And don't come back till you finish the job, baby. Go. I'm putting you on assignment. Go to work. You better shout like that. Go to work. Get to work. It ain't no big deal. Come back finished. Come back with the stuff. Come back with victory. That's what he was saying. Come on. He said, well, he said, you're my shirt. He said, well, you see the thing. Now, look. Keep going. Pop that back up there. Look. Now, it makes sense. It'll, it'll listen. It'll, she got that thing. See, I like that thing. Look at that. Give me that preaching thing. That's that thing. Can I borrow it? I don't know where you found this thing. I like this. Look. Woo! Can you see it? Preach it. Preach it. Can they see that on the camera? I'm, I'm getting whacked out. Woo! That's cool, right? She brought a little preaching thing. I don't know how that thing does it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I got to get that at Disney. Instead of having the mouse stuff, they could have preach it. Praise the Lord. Right? And the Lord said, if you got faith like a grain of seed, go slow. You got to let it die. You got to let it revelate and kind of die. So everybody's like, oh. Revelate ain't even a word. I make up words. Where you been? Right? Come on, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to, like, get, you got to let it marinate. You know, just let it get in. He's saying, okay, if you got faith like a seed, you would say, lose the size of the seed and just get down to the say. So he's saying, you ain't talking enough. You talking a bunch of unbelief and garbage. Stop talking what you see and call those things that be not as though they were. See what I'm saying? Because everybody telling you what they see. My people, Charles Cavs said that a decade ago. Remember that? He said, Brother Cass was preaching it. He said, I'm calling those things and speaking those things. That's guys you got to listen to. The guys like that know something about faith. He said this. He said, my people, instead of calling it the way it's supposed to be, they're calling it the way it is. That's the biggest problem with this. Stop calling it what it is and call it what needs to be. Call those things that be not as though they were. We're going to go there. But you see this now? He's like, oh, how much faith you got? I hate that. I'm telling you what, hate's a strong word. I hate that thing. Because you don't do nothing. Well, I guess I only got little baby faith, so I can't do nothing. Will you stop it? There's not a size. Faith is not a container. Faith is an obtainer. There ain't no size. Little faith, big faith, small faith, giant faith. He, just because Jesus said, oh, ye, a little faith, everybody tripped out. No, what he's saying is this. He said, you ain't got enough faith. You've fallen in the lake. Cut it out. Don't worry about how big. Well, how much faith you got? Oh, you can go after cancer now because you got, you know, miracle faith. Shut it, man, miracle faith. You got beliefs, and if you got beliefs, then they're big enough to go get it. Come on, God will shove miracles through that stuff. You just got to have a belief. So don't lose the size. He said, but if you had faith like a seed, you would say. Where's the saying? Now, watch what he said. You would say in that tree, be that what? Plucked up at the root and go. He's talking about that mulberry tree, the same thing he's talking about. He's talking about the tree. He's talking about that fig tree the same way. He said, what? Cast your seed and go. He said, and it shall be planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now, stop right there. Well, should the tree obey me? The tree's going to obey me, but faith's going to obey me. Faith's going to obey me. Well, who you think you are? I think I'm the Mark eleven twenty two. whosoever. Whosoever shall say. Come on, somebody. You are whosoever. Whosoever shall say into that mouth. Who's a whosoever? Whosoever shall say into that mountain. Whosoever shall say into that mountain. See, that's the problem. You got to speak to mountains. Most people don't speak to mountains because they don't think they're going to move. Whosoever, who, who's a whosoever? I'm a whosoever. Whosoever shall say unto that mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe whatsoever he says. He didn't say what God said. He said what you said. That's the problem with people. God ain't saying nothing. He's done talking. God ain't going to say another word. Will you wake up? 
Come on, he's done. It's finished. When he said it's finished, he closed it, he was done. What's that mean? He ain't saying another thing. You got to go find what he said and put it in your mouth. Yes. And you say it, and it, the devil don't know who it is. He's like, it might be God. It is God. Yeah. What you mean it is God? You speak in the voice of Jesus in the earth. Do you know when you speak the words of God, you're speaking with the voice of Jesus in the earth, and the enemy don't know who it is? Don't tell him it's you. Just go in there and be bold about it. You speak with the voice of Jesus. How are you going to sound like God? Say what God said. Don't say nothing but what God said. But they said this. That's okay. Hear what they said, but then tell they what he said. But they said this. They, they said this. Okay, what they say. Okay, I get it. They say this. They say that. They give you a report. They say some stuff. They got to do their talking. Let they say what they say. But then we say what he said. And then when we say what he said, what they said don't really matter because what he said overrode what they said before they said it. Because before they got a voice, he created the heavens and the earth and put everything in the sky the way he wanted it to be. And guess what? He said it first. Oh, 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 wait a minute. Wait. What you mean he said? And the things you see are temporal. They're subject to change because of what he said, not what they said. So when you say what he said, you can change everything they said. You'll get that on the ride home. Basically, what I'm telling you is this. If you have faith like a seed, you start saying. What you going to say? Say what he said. It'll obey you. What will obey you? Now, watch this. Stop. Stop this. Watch, 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 watch. Is it the tree? No, faith. Faith will obey you. Why? Because it's a law. It's a principle. Because See, write this down. Faith obeys the righteous. <laughs> it's part of your assignment. I'm going to show it to you. You want to see it? I'm going to show you all these scriptures soon. You're going to believe it. We stay here a month. This is going to be all month here. I ain't stopping. Every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Sunday. And this is why you go to church. This is why we do this. You, yeah, you'd be messed up. You, you, you just do this. You, I'm telling you, I got to get it all out and I'm going to. Okay, right? No, you're going to do this, right? So it'll, it'll obey you. Faith will obey you. Man, that's bold, ain't it? Don't that sound nice? Faith, you got to obey me. Who you think you are? The righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I think I'm God in the earth. Who you think you are? See, people get mad you talk like that. You are. He ain't got no problem sharing. Why can you not live up to the label God gave you? If he didn't want to make you righteous and make you one with him, he should have never told you. Who you think you are? You're the prototype of Jesus in the earth. You are the Christ in the earth because you are part of the body. Your head can't go nowhere. Your body don't go. Kenneth Hagin told us that, didn't he? He said, my head can't go nowhere. My body don't go. You can't pop your head off. Where the body goes, the head goes. Come on. Where the head goes, the body goes. And where the body goes, the head goes. If, he, if I'm seated in him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, understand your identification in Christ. You're in him reality and stay in him. Don't come out. Who are you? I'm an unidentified man in the earth. Look like Jesus. Come on. You know what I'm saying? So you are. You stay close. It will obey you. Why? Because it's supposed to obey you. Why? Because you got authority. Faith will obey me? Yeah. Because faith is the word. And the word. And you want to know something really good? The word was with God, and the word was God. So if the word was God, isn't the word Jesus? Come on, yeah, it is, and Jesus is for you. And guess what he did? He backed all his word up with yes and amen. That means everything you want is yours and his. So all you got to do is say it. It, it. it understands its assignment. It has to go. Faith has to go. It has to obey you. What do you think it's here for? It's looking for somebody to put it to work. Look at it. Now watch. You're going to see it. Watch. Okay, now watch what he says after he said that point. Go to verse 7. Now watch it. He said, it will obey you. What will obey me? 
Faith. Faith has to obey me. Why? Because I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. You go from faith to faith because you're the righteous. But what do you have in a servant plan? Look what he said. He, turned, he flipped the script. He's saying, faith, you're a servant. Why are you talking about a servant, bro? You just talk about talking about a tree and talking to stuff and speaking out of the thing and having a seed. He's explaining, man. He's trying to teach a parable. He's saying, what? Now watch. Let's break it down. Now that you know faith's got to obey you because faith's your servant. Man, you almost seems on it seems almost unholy to say it, don't it? Like, oh my God, you're so un, you're so 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 you know yeah you're so sacrilegious to say faith is your servant, irreverent you irreverent man. I'm sacrilegious and irreverent. You understand me? And I'm proud of it. You understand what I'm saying? If that's what you want to call it for the minute, let me slap the devil. It works for me. It's been put on assignment. God, don't put it in my mouth if you don't want me preaching. It's too late. It's out. I'm telling you the truth. You're accountable for it. So you better keep it. Faith's supposed to work for you. Now he breaks it down. He said, it should obey you. What will obey me? Faith will obey me. Now watch what he shows you. He proves it. Watch it. But what you have in a servant plowing a field? How in heaven he go talking about a servant plowing a field? He just talking about faith. They said, what was the text of the conversation? Increase my faith. He said, oh, if you had faith like a seed, you would say. It ain't the size of the seed. It's the saying It ain't the size of the seed, it's the size of the saying. What are you saying? Come on, right? Then he goes, okay, you want to know about how increasing your faith? Say something, and here we go, ready? What do you have in a servant plowing the field? Forget about the feeding the cattle. Forget about all that. And when he come up from the field, he say this, hey, go sit down and take a break. Go to verse 8. Who's going to say that? Your employee comes back from work, you say, go take a break. And we're not rather say to him, you go give me something to eat. They work for you. You weren't working for them. Now I talk about being rude. He's preaching a parable and getting you to understand this. You wouldn't do that. You say, go make me something to eat first, then come sit down and serve me. Faith serves you. It's been put on assignment. It wants to come back and finish the job. Till I've eaten and drunken, and afterward thou shalt eat and drink. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Keep going. Do he thank that, wait, wait, come on. Doth he thank that servant because he did the things which were commanded him? I think not. It's expected. Yes. See, the problem is this. You sending faith down an assignment, but you don't expect it to come back and finish it. Uh, you ain't paying attention to me. You're missing miracle nuggets flying over your head. You've been putting faith down assignment. You don't expect it to come back and finish. Yeah, you're just hopeful that something might happen. Maybe this one will hit it. You ain't going to hire nobody at work. They go to work and say, I didn't do nothing all day, but I expect a check. I'm unemployed all day long. I knew it. No, he said, I think not. I think not. Watch 10. Woo! So likewise, when you have done all those things which are commanded you, Say, we are unprofitable servants. We have done that which was our duty. He said, this, that faith's been put on assignment. It'll accomplish its task. It's been sent to go do, and it'll bring me back what I sent it to us to do, and it will come back finished. Amen. I was thinking about it today, right? I was sitting in it. I thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been sent on assignment. I got to go put my faith to work, and then I wait for it to come back with the finished product because it's been sent for it to do something. It knows what to do. But the problem is this, you weren't doing it with your mouth, and you ain't expecting nothing. 
Don't change the assignment. When you give the orders, let them go. And don't change it on the way back. Well, I can live without it. No, you can't. Don't you back up. Stay right where you need to stay. Stop this compromise, vacillating just because it's taking a little time. Get out of time. Ready? You're supposed to be a king in the earth. Look at Matthew 17, 24. You want to see this? Look at these scriptures. I'm telling you, it messed you up. Matthew 17, 24 and 25. You got to see this. Faith is a servant. Put it to work. When it goes to work, expect it to come back finished. Come on, you don't do that nowhere else. I sent you to go do this. Did you do it? No. You ain't doing that nowhere. Come on. Look right here. Now, watch this. now this is a weird scripture, but I like this because you need to see how, how he explains himself to you. And when they were come, see this? And when they were come to Capernaum, they that received the tribute money, just read with me and don't think until I tell you to think. Because y'all are like, what is he talking about taxes for? Just chill out. Come on. He said, hey, receive the money that came. And he said, Peter, who do your masters pay this money to? And he said, now he's telling on himself, right? Because Jesus does some talking. He said, yes. And when he was coming in the house, Jesus prevented him saying, what thinkest thou, Simon? Now he's, that's Jesus. Of whom do the kings of the earth take custom money from? Of their own children or strangers? Everybody's like, why'd you use that scripture? Because verse 25, Jesus called you the king of the earth. Look at right here. He said, now it's Jesus' red letter. He said, and whom do the kings of the earth take custom from? That ain't just rulers, that's you. He said, who do you, the kings of the earth, take money from? Forget about the take money from, I just want to know what he calls me. He called you a king in the earth. If God calls you a king in the earth, why don't you take your place? Stop living beneath where he puts you. He basically said this, who goes there and pays taxes? And by the way, where do my kids, the kings of the earth, pay their taxes to? Who do they give tribute money to? If God calls you the king of the earth, why don't you take your spot? See, king ain't got no problem giving orders. He expects orders to be taken, done, and brought back. Don't get in that stuff. You say, well, I don't think I am. You're supposed to reign in life like a king. That's the seed he gave you. Well, you go, well, you know, my Christianity. Now, bump that Christianity business. Guess what? It's not based on that. It's based on who you are. Look at this. You want to see it? Right? You want to see this? Look at this. Go to Passion. Look at Romans 5.15 in the Passion. You okay? Then I'm going to show you these scriptures, and you got to put them all together. Then we come back. See, you got to understand that. Faith's been on assignment. So what I got to do? I got to get the saying side of faith going. We ain't talking enough. Now, remember when Brother Hagin said, Three times the saying, one time the believing. Yes. See, he was telling us this stuff. He'd be like, Mark eleven twenty, say unto the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast to sea, shall not doubt in his heart. One time unbelief. Say unto the mountain, say unto the mountain. Three times the saying, one time the believing. We get in all the believing and none of the saying. That's what you believe. Get your beliefs. Get your beliefs so big you can finally do something for God. Nah, get your mouth open and don't come off your mouth. Talk all day long. Talk all day long. Put it to work. Your faith is lazy. So you got lazy faith sitting there collecting dust. Faith is a servant. Put it out there. Go faith. Go to work. Go to work. Got my faith. How's faith work? With words. How does faith work? Words. Where are your words going? They oh, I'm talking goofball stuff. You better stop talking goofy all day. Start putting faith to work. You can talk about the ball game and all that stuff, but you better have faith flying. You know what I'm saying? 
Man, I got some projects they put you to work for. Okay, fake now, here's what I do. Get up in the morning and be like, okay, I need you to go get some of this, and I need you to go get some money, and I got to go get some projects, I got to go get some jobs, I got to go get some upgrade fishing equipment. Put that joker to work. Put that joker to work. Why not? Oh, that's goofy. Ain't goofy. Mind your business. It's not your faith. It's mine. See what I'm saying? Put it to work. What you want? You want a better ride? Get the better ride. You looking at a ride, get a better ride. Yeah. Good. There you go. Praise the Lord. Get it. Get anything you want. Put faith to work. Faith like, I'm lazy, all bored all day. What am I supposed to do? Blah. Put that thing to go. Go to work. The work of words. See it? Put it to work. Well, I ain't saying no. I don't want to say no. What if it don't work? That's unbelief. Come on, look at this right here. Look, did you find that in the Passion? You got to read this. This is messed up. Romans 5. Now, there is no comparison between at, and the, you better re- read this slow, write this down. You got to go home and read this like 52 times because this is deep. You can't get all this quick. Now, there is no comparison between Adam's transgression and the gracious gift that we experience. For the magnitude of the gift far outweighs the crime. Man. It's true. Many died because of one man's transgression, Adam. But how much more greater will God's grace and gracious gift of acceptance overflow to many because of what one man, Jesus, the Messiah, did for us? Okay? Now watch this. This free-flowing gift imparts to us much more than what was given to us through the one who sinned. Wow. Right? For because of the one transgression, we all are facing a death sentence with a verdict of guilty. But this gracious gift leaves us free from what? Our many failures and brings us into perfect righteousness of God, acquitted with the words not guilty. Right? Check this out, right? Death once held us in its grips by the blunder of one man. I like that. Right? Death reigned as king over humanity, but now how much more are we held in the grip of grace? That is good, right? And continue reigning as kings in life, enjoying our regal freedom through the gift of perfect righteousness in the one and only Jesus the Messiah. They ain't going no better than that, man. Don't get no better than that. Now watch this, right? So go to 1 Peter. Go to 1 Peter 1.23. You were born of the word. Come on, right? So that faith seed is in you. Now go to 1 Peter 1.23. You're going to see it. Just write these down. Okay, and you write them down, and you put them in your book, and then you go back and you go over them. And you're going to see this. Because it takes a minute for it kind of like to get in there. 1 Peter 1.23. Being born again, they're going to find it. Okay, King James is fine. Now, 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 this is this 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 is kind of like being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God. You see it? Being born again. Okay, you're born again, not of corruptible seed, but of what? Incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth in the body forever. So you're born again by what? Not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible by the word of God. So what gave you life? 
the word of God, that seed of that word in you is in you, right? And that seed in you, come on, right? That seed in you gave you life. So what's John 1, 1 say? In the beginning, you go John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So that word and the same was what? Come on, being, being born again, not a corruptible seed. You see that? It's, it's, yeah, it's per, the perfect word. Cannot what? No corruption. Cannot be tainted. Cannot be compromised. It's perfect word. That's what gave you life. That's why you're perfect internal nature. I'm messed up. You ain't messed up. Your soul's messed up. Your spirit is perfect, man. Just line up to who you are and just live it out. In the beginning was the, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Wait a minute now. So that word that got you born again was God. And God's word is in you. So wait a minute, let's go slow. So God's word is in who? In you. So when you tell God's word to go do something, what does it do? It obeys you. Why? Because faith is in God. And if God's in me, then faith's in me. Does the word really know who released it? No. Because it just obeys. Faith obeys and the word obeys. It don't got no respect to a person, bro. When you say it's as good as God's saying, because God's in you. Were you born again of incorruptible seed? Was that seed the word? And the word was with God, and the word was God? And the word, okay, how about, oh, I know your head's all thinking, well, Pastor Chris, prove it to me. Okay, great, God, yes. Go to Luke 8, 11. We'll look at it there, because that is real. Go to Luke 8, 11 right now. Come on, praise be to God. It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can believe this. Can I really believe this about me? Can I really believe this about me? I'm goofy. I'm so goofy. I'm so goofy. You don't know how goofy I am, Pastor Chris. I'm trying to get the goofy out of you. Oh, hey, brother, brother Norval, say something flaky, flaky thing. He used to go like this to me. He goes, I'm being flaky, flaky, flaky. He used to do his finger. Flaky, flaky. You're being flaky, flaky. I was like, oh, God, I'm probably wacky. He'd do weird stuff like that. <laughs> Not weird. He'd be like, he's, he goes, you know what your problem is? You're being flaky, flaky. Don't be flaky, flaky. Go home and try that. Go, tell Marco, don't be flaky, flaky. That's what I learned tonight in church. Don't be flaky, flaky. So flaky. You know what I'm saying? We get so goofy. Like, I can't believe. What do you mean you can't believe the Bible about you? God wrote it about you. You didn't think he knew how nutty we'd be? You know what I'm saying? I'm so messed up, I can't believe it. Why not? Why not? This is who you are. Look what it says in Romans 8.11. What did I say? Luke 8.11? I think it said Luke, right? Did I say Luke? Kayla, you're doing a great job. I'm working you, right? Now the parable... Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute now. The seed is the what? The seed is the word. If you had faith like a what? <laughs> wait a minute. Now that seed's coming into play. No, wait a minute. That seed's coming into play now. Do you got the seed? You got enough seed now you ever need it. You don't need no big seed. You got enough. Is the seed the word? Wait a minute now. If you had the seed like a, 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 what is that thing he said? A mustard seed. Bump that mustard seed. You got the seed. You got the word. Remember he said in Galatians, not as seeds as many, but the one seed, the Christ. That's enough. 
You got enough faith right now. Does Romans 12, 3 say you got the measure of faith? Yes, it does. Not A, the. Go look at Romans 12, 3. You guys need to come to church more. Y'all need to come to church here. I don't know y'all. I don't know where y'all go, but y'all need to just buck it up and get over here, man. I'll tell you what. I was thinking about this today, Lauren. I'm serious. We have to put, we got to, we are, we got to do this. I was talking to Lauren. Lauren's paying attention. We have to get this out. I don't know how we get this out. I don't know what I got to do. Whatever we got to do, we need to get this out. Because we're way bigger than this Daytona Beach thing. We got to get this thing out, out. Because people don't know how to do this stuff, man. I'm not, I'm not, hey, look, I'm not bragging. I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you, you got to get this out. There's a bunch of Christians out here that need to hear this stuff. They don't know this stuff. We don't talk like this no more. We coming up, that's the only way they talk. Right? You go sit in a seminar for a week, Brother Hagin be breaking on us down. You'd be headly all shot out. Now you, I don't even know what goes on. This is what you got to learn how to do. So you see? So watch this. So next time you think about that little mustard seed, think, I got the seed of the word. You understand that? You got the seed. You don't need no more. Galatians 3. Remember I have these, these I, do you guys realize every week while I'm teaching you, I'm teaching you something, or you just think I'm up here jerking around? <laughs> you know, like, when I said seed, one seed, not seeds as of many, but the one seed, and I told you the procreator, that's the only seed you need. How much seed you got? Way more than a mustard seed. <laughs> you got the seed of God in you. What kind of seed you got? God seed. You got this? They ain't got that. And now the word of God agrees with it. Now, let me ask a question. Okay, now think of this. Faith, where did faith come from? No, well, you did. Where did faith originate from before you heard it? Okay, but who spoke the word? So where did faith originate from? God. So God put faith in the word and then put the word in you and he expects the word that he put in you to go out and do what faith can do and come back finished. Boy, ain't that something else. Don't that sound like Jesus? Now you see it? Now, where is faith? In the word. Okay? Where's the word? In me. What happens when you speak the word? Faith goes and does what it's supposed to do because the only way it has a life force in itself is because God spoke it and put it in there. So when you say, go get the Money, there's a money seed in that thing that goes and gets it. You say, go get the healing, it goes and does. It what? It does what it's supposed to do because who was the author of faith? God. So is it really a big stretch for faith to do what God originated for it to do? Not really. We're just shocked when it happens because we saw unexpectedness to work. When it happens, we're like, oh, my God, yes. Now, after tonight, you're going to be like, bro, you better get to work, faith, and go do what you're supposed to go do because God spoke faith in the word, put the word in me, and then told me to speak the word with his faith in it, and it goes and does what it's supposed to do. And when it shows up, stop acting excited. Just expect it and go, thank you, God. Because that's what he did. Look at Romans 12, 3. You know, I know that. I beseech you to for brethren by the mercy of God. Look at 12, 3, though. Look what he says. He said, I, no, no, look at this. For I say, now I say, he gets, he, gets, he gets on you. This is why I said, don't get all cool. Don't think you're all big hot shot. That's what he's trying to say. Don't get all lifted up like you smart now. Not you guys. You know, like, oh, it's working. No, he said, look, bro. He said, I gave you the measure of faith to get what you need. This ain't no big deal. Stop making a big thing about it and just go get to work and do it. He's like, he doesn't want us to get arrogant about it. Like, look at my faith. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's saying, man, I gave you, he hardwired you for success. 
He gave you the faith to get the stuff. He put the faith in you. He gave you words. He gave you the power. He gave you it all. And basically all he wants us to do is believe. And then grace kicks in and righteousness and redemption is all there. And what did you not get that he didn't give you anyway? So bottom line is this. Does this even have anything to do with you? Not really. It's got everything to do with him. And you just work what he told you to do. And when he shows up, just go thank you. Because it was none of your plan. So look what he says. For I say through the grace given to me. And I like that because that's important. Because you understand something. Grace is the reason why this is all happening. Faith accesses grace, though. That's the problem with grace if you don't add the faith side because there's conditional promises. They need to have combination. You gotta have faith. See, and if you take your faith off of what grace provided, it ain't gonna work. You gotta stay in faith. You ever hear that thing? Well, the grace lifted. That's baloney. Your faith left it. When your faith leaves it, the grace is gone. So you gotta keep faith on it and then grace will be provided for you. So don't, don't, that's why he's good, right? Grace. So watch. Give it unto me to every man that is among you. Why? Don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to think. See, he's like, level out, bro. Why? I gave everybody, <laughs> think sober, right? According as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Not A. Not A measure of faith. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we got to grow it. No, the, you got it as fast as you can accept it. You got the measure of faith. You don't need no more. You got the measure to get every promise. Because you want to know why? You want to know why it's not a measuring stick? I never said this a day in my life. Because it isn't even in you, really, as much as it's in the word. So the word will produce itself. Why you got to have a measure of it? You want to know how you, God told me yesterday, you know what he told me? I asked him, I said, you can't see faith. He said, yeah, you can. I said, where? He said, in how much word you got in you. I said, prove it. He said, John 15. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you ask me whatever it is you will and I'll do it. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. How much word you got abide in you? I'll show you faith. Show me how much word you got in you. I'll show you how much faith you got too because you only got faith for what you got word for. I said, you could see faith? He said, yeah, you show me what's word in you, I'll show you faith. I said, well, we got to get working on the word. It's in there. See it? If ye abide in me. I am vine, ye are husbandmen. Okay, cool. You can't bear no fruit without me. He tells you this. Go to John 15, 1. They need to see it. See it? See it? That's all I got to stay here. Stay in these pockets. Yeah, because when we do this stuff, God anoints it. It's like blowout, boom. You're just in it. You know, it's thick. Yeah, now you got to see, it's like, well, you know, praise God. No, the abiding factor is God, you can trust God. God wants to know if he can trust you. God can't trust you if you ain't going to have his word in you. So you got to have more word in you. The more word you got in you, the more safe you are to follow God. John 15, 1. I am the true vine, Right? My father is the husbandman. That means he's the vine dresser or whatever that's all about, right? Okay, two. We're going to read like seven. So every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he's taking it away. Okay? Every branch that beareth fruit, he's going to purge it. How many feel like the purging part sometimes? Clipping and the pruning and the moving and the shaking. It's like that is uncomfortable, but how are you going to bear more fruit if you don't clip you a little bit? And what that's about is this. Sometimes you got to grow in faith. So sometimes you get these faith projects, they take time, it gets a little uncomfortable. You get frustrated. I was talking about that the other day. I said, you ever get, that's why you got to go get the app, download the app, that Chris Turner thing. Because I talked about being frustrated. 
Because you get frustrated in season sometimes and you don't know why. And if you don't know how to stay spiritual, you'll, you'll abort things you're not supposed to abort because you get frustrated and you open your mouth. So just sometimes you got to sit there and just go, great, wonderful, this will be fun. But it's okay, you can do it. Okay, ready? And every branch that bears fruit, you purge it, so you bring forth more fruit. Look at three. You're clean through the word. Now, if you're battling something, the word of God makes you clean. Yes. See what I'm saying? So the more you wash yourself with the word or the word, the easier it is. Four, boom. I've spoken unto you. Abide in me, right? This is God. You abide in me and I in you. Well, how in the world are he going to abide in me? The branch cannot bear fruit of itself except you abide in me. No more can you except you abide in me. Got you. Five. I am the vine, you are the branch. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can't do nothing. So he's going, hey, you want to bear fruit? You got to abide in me. How do I abide in you? He tells you, right? Look at this. If a man abided not in me, he's cast forth to the branch, withered, and men gathered him and cast him into the fire, they burn him. It's kind of extreme, but he's making sense. He's like, you got to stay close. Seven explains it. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you ask me whatever it is and I'll do it. So how do we abide in him? Stay in the word. How do you see faith? How much word you got in you? I'll show how much faith you got. That's the only way to see it. It's the abiding part. Stay in the word. Stay in the word. Closer you stay to the word, the better what? Your guidance is in life. You know this stuff. Come on, you all right? So it's there. Your word, look, the word is the seed which gave you birth, and that seed has the same DNA as God. Because you're born of God. Not under the will of flesh, but born of God. Okay, watch. Look at this, look at this. 2 Peter 1. 2 Peter 1 and 1, 1 and 1, 2. You got to see yourself in right standing, man. 2 Peter what? You got this? I give you enough word? You pay me for this. I love that. I love saying that. Yeah, I like it. That's why you went to work. You ain't even got to think. You just come and receive. That's why, that's, why, that's why this is good. I'm telling you, right? Go to work and make money. Go do whatever you do and go make money. I get this, put it on a platter, you come and eat it. That's what you're supposed to do. That's why the king and the priest works together. I don't do what you do. I don't even know what you do all day. Just do what you do. I'm going to do what I do and be ready when you show up. That's why you better go do what you do better. That's why you go to work. You grind. Don't be lazy about it. You understand me? You better go out there and grind. I'm going to grind this out. I'll stay here. I'll stay here till the sun comes up and you won't be bored for a minute. I was in, I was, at, I was at your church. I was at Love City. This one dude, he was funny. I hope the God he ain't watching, but it's joke a little different. You know, there's some different people in the body of Christ. They're, I call them, I call them special people. You know, they're, 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 you know, they're, you know, not special like that. You know what I mean? Just you know, kind of you know, unique individuals. God's made some, I like that one. How unique is good. Kind of like, you know, special. And the guy asked, well, kind of special because he came up to me. He goes, you know, I usually fall asleep in church. I said, well, this, this is going to go, this is going to go great. He goes, but you kept me up the whole while. And when I just maybe felt like I was not in, I didn't fall asleep with you. I said, well, praise be to God. That's how I try to roll. <laughs> try to keep everybody awake. Amen. I said, is this a compliment or should I feel bad? I don't know. Did I aggravate you? I, I, I is it me? Maybe it's me. I don't know. Is that a, so like what? I rate the pastor like a five on the sleep meter? I, I, like sleep number. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. My dad used to tell me, you're a solid seven. That was a seven today. You know, 
Now, he always gave me good reviews. He always gave me good reviews. Don't laugh. But I was like, I, where did they come from? Do you think this is something you need to share with me? I don't know. Maybe sometimes before, like, listen, let me train you guys, okay? Maybe before you come to me, think, think of what you're going to tell me before you bring it. Just a little, just for a minute. I really didn't like you, Pastor Chris, but you know what? Now I'm starting to like you. Okay, great. We'll get going. No. I was laughing. You laugh. It was funny, right? A guy come up and he was like, what? I was like, and I was laughing. I was over there and I was like, I was like, what are you trying to say? Is this a compliment? <laughs> I kept you up today. Did I mess up your nap? I don't know. Go over to my scripture. Did you find it? Kaylee's doing great. Oh my God. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. How did we obtain like precious faith? Through the righteousness of God. In Christ. He gave it to us. So you got, the, you got like precious faith of who? God. Through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. You got the same kind of precious faith. It's in you. Look at verse 2. Here we go. Watch. You won't see it. Grace and peace be multiplied in you through the knowledge of our God and of Jesus our Lord. Grace and peace. Multiplied on you. Why? Because it's in you. You find it in the word. You start expanding in knowledge. You start expanding in faith. And then you put it to work. Look at this, right? See yourself in right standing with God. That's important, right? Now watch this. Go back. I'm going to leave you with this because I can't give you too much more. Luke 17, 5, because it's, it's good. Luke 75, just go back. Faith's got to obey you. Okay? Now watch these. Write these down. Now write these down. Okay? Look, look at, look at. They said in verse 5, Luke 17, 5, increase our faith. He said, look, he said, if you have faith like a seed, you would say, it's in you. Where's the seed of faith? It's in you. You got to put it to work. Release it. Faith would, look at verse 6. It would obey you. Faith will obey you. Why? Because it's in you and God's in you. Faith is in the word. Why do you think God put faith in the word? So you could release it. Once you release it, it goes in. It ain't, let me let, let, me, let, me, in, let, me, let me let you in a secret. It ain't doing it for you. It's doing it for him. And because he's in you, it's doing it just as good for you as it did for him because that's what it's been sent to do. So if you really want to get yourself out of the way, no, it was what impregnating with power to do what he told it to do. And he's in you. And then he got no other choice but to do what he told it to do because that's why it's here because it wouldn't be here if he didn't put it in there. And who spoke the heavens and the earth and the earth? He did. He put it in his word. He put it in a book. It's alive. That book's alive. So when you speak what he spoke, it has the power to create what he said. Where you see that, bro? Romans 8. All right, go there. Let's go to Romans 4. You guys messed it up. Go to Romans 4. Go to Romans 4. You know where I'm taking you to. You ain't know I'm going Romans 4.13. I like Romans 4.13. I got a bunch more, but man, how much are you going to do? Right? We stay a little bit longer. You're all right. Where you got to get up for Romans, you got to get up and go to work? Don't worry, you'll be okay. Just tell yourself to get up, you'll get up. Romans 4, I'm done, I'm done. Romans 4, 13. How are you going to leave without telling you this? Romans 4, 13, you got to see this, right? For the promise, okay, 
that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Stop right there, man. Who's the heir of the world? You are. You're Abraham's seed. You get that? Who are you? You're Abraham's seed. And if you're Abraham's seed, then you're heir according to a promise. You writing these down? I'm an heir. Heir to what? Abraham's, Abraham's legacy is your harvest. He rich. Patrick, why do you keep telling us when we take the offering, we're rich? We're supposed to be rich. Because Abraham, your father's loaded. Amen. You're supposed to take part of that inheritance. Look, your mom and dad work hard to leave you money, or somebody leaves you something. You got to be a goober not to go get that thing and take it. They work hard for that. Right? Your family, you know, grandpa work hard to do something. You take that and say, my God, what a blessing, right? It's your inheritance. Abraham's loaded. He owned the cattle on a thousand hills. He got so much money he had to leave. He took over the land. You're an heir. An heir to what? An heir to the throne. Yes. Come on. Not just what Abraham did, but what Jesus did. Yes. My God, you're hardwired for royalty. Don't be a goofy. Don't be, don't be goofy and leave it on the table. Here, look. Look, pop that up there. You're going to see this now. Watch. For that promise that what? Should be heir of the world was not to Abraham or to receive through the law. So we've got a promise to be heir of the world through the righteousness of faith. Take your place. Keep going. 14. For if they which are of the law be heirs, then faith they can't do it. Because you don't get it by works, you get it by faith. The promise would be made in none effect. So you can't work for it. You just got to get it by faith. So put faith to work. Faith is accept. Just accept it. Well, I'm, I got to be better at it. Better at what? Better at messing it up? You, the more you're going to be better, the more you're going to mess it up. The more you're going to try to work for it, the more you're going to jack the whole thing up. Because then he owes you. Okay, look at me. Come here. You got to see this. Why do we, well, you're giving us a license to sit. No, I'm giving you a license to receive because if you work for it, then it's the debt he owes and he ain't going to owe you nothing. God don't owe you nothing. Look at my good Christianity. Yeah, you're going to get it because you good Christianity. He ain't going to give you jack. Then it's a debt he has to pay you back for. He ain't paying you for nothing. It comes by faith. You have faith to enter the rest. You ain't even supposed to work hard, man. You're supposed to let faith do the work. Now, I'm not talking about you got to work hard, meaning like you're going to go to work and you're not going to sit around and turn around. But labor is out the window. You ain't going to labor for this. Faith's, labor came in through the fall of man. I know a bunch of people working hard, they ain't making no money. You ain't going to work hard. You're going to prosper. Now, prospering is going to take work. And there might be some hard work in prospering, but there ain't no labor in this thing. Not by the sweat of your brow and 19 jobs and all that stuff. No. That's not part of the inheritance package. That's part of the curse. That's, a whole, that's why when we have financial seminar, you come in the building. And you say, okay, tell me who I'm supposed to be. Because I don't know who I am. You think I know who I am? I got to discover who I am. Look, pop that up there. That's why I go to that faith summit too. Like that financial summit and that business summit, you come in those meetings. Because those guys know stuff. Forget about it, man. They've been doing this 50 years. Broke and didn't have none of that. And you got all this stuff. How do you do that? Everybody just got a head start. Don't ever think, these guys that go before you, they got a head start. So learn. They leave it. I told you that last night. There's a trail of breadcrumbs, man. Follow the trail, bro. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just get it, okay? For if the law, right, be heirs, the other people are going to get it. No, and that make the promise of none effect. See, if you get it through works, faith don't work because now the promise becomes of none effect. 
So stay in the faith side. Just believe. I don't deserve it, but I believe it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just take it. Just say, like, I'm a goober, but praise God, I got faith. I'm getting it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't coming in here like, oh, are you spiritually? No, nah, I'm, I'm really jacked up. I was cussing the other day. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm just here with faith. I was not cursing. Get, you guys got to catch up. I'm talking about you. You know what I'm saying? All right. I was yelling the other day. I yelled so mad. Now, this might be me. I yelled so bad the other day, it was unholy. But guess what? I'm here by faith, not by work. So praise be to God. Where's my stuff? That's how I'm rolling. That's how I'm rolling. I was just going in there with faith. I ain't got no merit, no dignity, none of that stuff. I'm just here by faith. How'd you get here? Naked as a jaybird, just got faith. That's what you are. Because you got to expose yourself. That's what transparency is. You can't go in there thinking you all, oh, I'm so spiritual. Once you bring that in, God's like, I ain't giving you nothing. That ain't the password to heaven. The password to heaven is faith, not works. That's right. See it? So you're working so hard to be a good Christian, you're jacking up your blessing. Look at your neighbors. Say, stop working so hard. Look at your other neighbors. Say, stop it. Cut it out. You're jacking it up. Look, you are. That's true. That'll help you. Look right here. Right? Watch. Faith is made void. No, no, how are you going to make faith void? When God put it to work, it ain't working if you're working it the other way. Let it do its job. Look at this. Here we go. Keep going. 15, right? Because the law worketh wrath, for where there is no law, there's no transgression. Get rid of all that. Here we go. 16. He's showing you how he does it. Therefore, it is of faith. Now, watch this. This is why I want you to read all that. He shows you why. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace. Mm. See it? That's what he's telling you in Ephesians where he said this. By faith, by grace, you've got the redemption plan. Watch this. Till the end, the promise might be sure to all the... There's that seed word again, right? Because the seed's in you. Okay? And then you let the word go. Not that only which is of the law, right? Jew. But that which is also the faith of Abraham, the Gentile, who is father of us all. Now watch what he does. He said, now let me show you how you get it done. Keep going. You're going to see it in a minute. Go. As it is written. I have made Abraham, I made you the father of many nations before him who believed, even God who quickened the dead and called those things that be not as though they were. That's how Abraham did it. He called these that be not as though they were. You got to call things. You got to speak faith even when you can't see faith. See it? You got to call things. Call things that be not. Woo! As though they were. Right there, you're going to lose all your friends. So stop talking around people that don't understand your language. Your kids think you're weird, some of you. Okay? I got one. I don't remember who it was, so I got to be careful. I don't think they're in here. No, nah, yeah, no, they're not here. I, I said, you better shut up around them kids. They think you're a goofball. Because they don't understand this lingo. Now, you young kids, you can do it. You understand what I'm saying? Young kids, you could train in a way. But you got adult kids, and, you know, mom's like a wackadoo to some of them. Why do you got to tell them everything, man? Just say it normal, but chill, because they think you're ready for, like, the clinic, man. Because you, I'm being serious, man. You cannot just share this. I don't walk around, go to Publix, and be like, I call things that be not as though they are. Meat's going to be 99 cents a pound today. They're going to wrap me up, man. Stop. Stop, man. Stop this stuff. Do it behind closed doors and then come out and act normal in front of the kids. <laughs> Bind them up like later after they leave. Bye, honey. I'll see you later. I know you're high as a kite right now. God bless you. I love you. Bye. And then she leaves. I bind that devil in Jesus' name. Do it away. No, you say come in and you're screaming at them and telling them all stuff. They think you're a cuckoo bird. They don't want to hang out. I don't want to hang out with you. You're weird. Stop. <laughs> Speak the word of God. 
but keep it in its element where it works better because here's the thing, you're sharing stuff with people that don't get you and the next thing you know what happens is what? You're pushing them away. They ain't coming around. Because I need you in my atmosphere. I can rub off on you. Yeah, I get people around me, I'll pick up everything. I'll pick it up. If I get you in my atmosphere, I'll change you. You hang out in my presence long enough and I know what I'm supposed to be doing, you can't be you. I'll make you become what you need to be. That's why people want to be in your presence. I don't even say nothing. You just set an atmosphere with your life. That's why people don't like coming in the building. They're always like trying to get people to come in. I said, I don't know if they're going to stick. They come in here with jacked up, jacked up on the edge, and they don't want to change. They can't stay. They don't feel comfortable. I don't say nothing. People are like, what are you going to do when people start coming in with the real, 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 weird, 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 weird? I said, they're going to come in. They're welcome. Everybody's welcome. But I don't think they're going to stick. Are you going to say something to them? Not a word. But you, you're not going to sit in an atmosphere that you don't want to be in and not want to change. It's going to change you. It's going to make you make a choice. And you're either going to turn in and change or you're going to turn away and run. But you got to get murdered. Did you say anything to anybody? Not a word. But there's a standard. And it, and it, and it hits you the minute you walk in. And it makes you grind. This is the hardest you ever grind, grind spiritually in your life. But this is how you get it. You want to call those things that be not as though they were? Guess what? But you know what I'm saying. Speak it. You got to do it. And you got to get it around. But don't be that one. Do it right. I don't know why I said that. That's for somebody. They need that. Maybe somebody watching. You know what I mean? Because you get too, get, get too far out. I don't talk about all that stuff. I don't even tell the kids half the stuff I'm praying about them for. Because they freak out. Come on. I tried, to, I, tried to tell, I tried to tell Gigi when the rapture was today. That was funny. But go ahead. I don't know when it is. But I was kind of playing around with some dates. I did on a car ride. You're not gonna like it. It was funny. I was laughing. I said, "Right." The kids are all like, they were asking, they were asking me jokes. It was funny. It was cute. I was like, I don't know. Do you think that Jesus, you think, Daddy, you think Jesus is coming back? I don't know. Maybe if you don't make your bed. No, I'm just kidding. No. For as it is written, I have made the the Father of my nation before whom God even believed and quickened the dead. Call those things that be not as though they. All those things that we're not. You got faith like a seed? Say. 18. Here we go. Come on. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. What did he do? He spoke what was spoken. Come on. What do you mean? Look, he spoke according to that which was spoken. See, it was spoken. Watch this. Now go slow. I'm done. Look at me. It was spoken so it could be written so now you can speak it. And then he can rewrite it, whatever you want to do. Come on, you see what I'm saying? He writing history. Book of Acts still writing. You're talking miracles, right? So he spoke it so it could be written so now you could speak what's been written about you. Come on, you see it? You got to speak it. He said, call those things to be known. So that's how Abraham did it. But watch this, right? Here's the key. Faith is a servant, and it is used to working for God and royalty. I'm just talking to you now. Don't worry about that. You know how that goes. He said, against hope, believed in hope, right? And he's spoken, and the next thing you know, you see, and he gets firmly persuaded. He gets it having strong faith in what? He kept his mouth right. But this is what you got to know. Here's the key. Faith is a servant. You want to see it? Look right here. Come on. 
Luke 17, 7, we're done. You can play. But which of you having a servant plowing, right? Faith is a servant, and it is used to working for God. Come on. And royalty. You royal priesthood. God's in you. Who did faith work for in the beginning? God. Who's faith going to work for now? You. Where's God now? The seed of God's word is in you. You've got the DNA of God in your spirit. You're born of God. You're not born of the will of flesh. Ain't nobody a mistake. You ever hear these people think they're a mistake because your mom and dad got together now? Ain't no person on the earth a mistake. It was born of the will of God. You've been born of the will of God. You understand me? Come on, man. You're born of the will of God. So if God birthed you and you've been birthed through the seed of the word of God, then guess what? God's in you. And if God's in you and faith works for God, then faith's got to work for me because me and God are one. Come on. You got the same spirit. It's used to working for God, so it's got to be working for me. If it works for those, come on. And this is one of the major keys. It works for those mostly who see themselves as righteous. Because the moment you start seeing yourself the way God sees you through his blood, you're going to take your right position and you're going to stand in the authority he gave you to use that word. I'll tell you, faith's waiting to be released. Faith is your servant. Go put it to work. And watch this now. Isn't there a greater expectancy for it to come back finished? You better believe it because now you know it's working for you. It's not working against you. Come on. Faith's working for you. I'm going to put it to work. Don't be shocked when it comes back with the stuff you let it loose for. It's supposed to. Come back and say, oh, there it is. Just go praise me to God. That's what you're supposed to do. Now, here's my question for you. Come on, stand up on your feet. What, 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 what's your faith doing? You got to work that faith. Put your faith to work, glory to God. Put your faith to work, glory to God. Don't you leave that thing still. Put it to work. Come on. Put it to work. Come on, lift your hands to heaven. Say, I'm going to put my faith to work, glory to God. I'm going to put this faith to work. Come on. Faith's my servant. I'm going to put it to work. Come on, put this thing to work. Now, just sit in this. Just sit in it for a minute. Just think about it. Faith's my servant. I'm going to put it to work. If I had faith like a seed, I would say, what do you got to say? Think about this now. Why are you just sitting here? What do I got to start saying? Mm. What do I got to start saying? What do I got to start saying? Come on. I got to start putting faith to work. I got to start releasing faith. Faith's got to be released. If you had faith like a seed, you would say, I'm going to start saying, God quickened me to say, faith, you work for me. I'm putting you on assignment. Faith's my servant. Say it out loud. Faith, you're my servant. Go and get my stuff. Bring it to me. I believe it. I expect it. In Jesus' name. Come on, just lift your hands to heaven. Just thank the Lord. Just thank the Lord. Faith. Faith, you're my servant. You're going to work for me. Faith, you're going to work for me. I'm going to be a person of faith. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I ain't never going to be the same again. Glory. Glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on. Glory, 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 glory to God. Hallelujah. Come on. Glory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory. Come on. See that thing with Thanksgiving. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I ain't never going to be the same again. I ain't never going to be the same again. Thank you, Father, for changing my life forever. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And everybody said amen and amen. Come on, put your hands together for God. He's good, ain't he? Well, praise the Lord. Come on, we did good, didn't you? Now, come, now Sunday, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not stopping. I'm going right into it. I'm going to go right into it. I got like 75 pages of notes. I'm serious. I got, a, I got three months of stuff. I got a book. I got, uh, we're writing a new one. She's writing a new one. We're going to talk about that soul thing and then write more about books. I'm going to write a mini book a week. I need some writers. Y'all need to, hey, and here's another thing too. We need, you, you know what? You said something that's good. We need help around here. You can write. I mean, I'm not talking about cartoons. You know what I'm saying? But if you can write, I'm serious. Some people might be able to do some of that stuff. Like, like, like help research. People like that stuff. Like if you got research on your mind, write on your mind. Go, go get involved. See, Lauren, you can play an instrument. My God in heaven, you can play an instrument. You ain't on this praise team. I'm about ready to kick you. They, they're great, but they can use you. You know what I mean? And if you could sing, not like in the shower, but if you could sing, you could, and we need help, man. Ushing, ushers, greeters, all this stuff. I'm telling you, man, if you can greet, greet. If you can usher, usher. If everybody grabs a day, if you show up once a month, I'm serious. You ever think of this? Ushering, we got guys, right? I need guys. Security team, you show up once a month. Forget about it, man. We fill the schedule in a week. There's 10, 15 guys in here. You show up once a week, go see Dennis. I can do once a month. I can come and do that once a month. That's where you can build relationships. I can do that. I can help out in the sound. Whatever you got a thing for. We need your help, man, now. Not tomorrow either. Because when you do stuff like this, it stretches the capacity. I'm going to tell you another thing, too. This is good because I'm on right now. It's a privilege to serve. And I'm about, I'm going to tell you now, I talked to some of these dudes. I said, I'm telling you right here now, I'm going to go old school on this place quick. Because old school was, you got it because God gave it to you. Don't let me take it out of your hands because you didn't honor it. Because you know how we came out. It was like, be here and, and be ready. Or it won't be here no more. And it wasn't like, I mean, I had a guy one time, they told the kid, he said, leave. The kid said, I don't know what to do. He said, just leave. You're done. The kid came every day to work and sat on the step, and the guy walked by him for four days. Oh, you're mean. Ain't mean. You don't know what it costs somebody to get it. Brother Lester, these guys weren't playing because they knew what was on them. Greatness is right around the corner. When it hits your life, don't squander it because you think you know better. You don't. Because God can only give you this stuff. Promotion's in the hands of the Lord. This don't come from man. When it hits your life, honor it like it's the most treasured thing you got. And serving is one of the most precious things you can do. Because you know how I got this? I didn't get this because I had it. I had some of it cleaning the floor. Guy come to me. I didn't want to preach. I was scared. He said, you want to preach? I said, I don't want to go nowhere near that pulpit. No. No way, man. He said, no, I think you're supposed to do it. Go do it. You don't realize it's God will make faithful people able. He can't make able people faithful. Be faithful. 
Take this thing and run with it, all right? So that was the limited knee nugget for you guys because Sunday we're going to get ready to get in this thing. It's going to be good. Some of you are visiting like, oh, my God, I'm happy I go to church where I go to church. No, just kidding. Amen. I love you. God bless you. It's going to be awesome. We're going to hang out for a little bit. So some of you guys want to hang out, hang out with us. If you hung out yesterday, hang out again. We're going to hang out a little bit. We love you. God bless you. Get out of here. I'll see you Sunday morning. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.